0: to the Lawyer Life Experiment. Have you ever wondered if work-life balance is really possible for a lawyer? We have too, so let's put it to the test. Join us as we experiment with proven tips and tricks to address everyday lawyer problems. I am Anja Smirnova and I am Frida Levitsky. And today we want to talk about routines in our lives and pros and cons of having one. But first, Let's see the results of our last podcast experiment. On our last podcast, we talked about stress, especially in the times of COVID. We came to the conclusion that stress is not a bad guy, but we use a stress response for many non-life-threatening situations. So our experiment was about retraining our mind to notice more positive things in our lives to calm down the stress response. So for the last two weeks, every evening, Frida and I have been writing down three good things that had happened that day. Frida, how did it go for you and what are your insights?
1: So, yes, it was an interesting experiment, hey? Um, so bringing conscious positivity into, into my life. Do you know what? I must say, I had I, I kept my diary two weeks on this and it started off being the big kind of, significant work things I had achieved <laughs> during the, the day that I was proud of which is typically little miss perfectionist goal workaholic coming back in um, so it, it was very much like oh drafted a good spa which was day, <laughs> which <is> dreadful. <laughs> um but as I got through the week there were some really really important things my creativity, I was super grateful for my creativity a number of times during that week. I was really grateful for the trip to the vet that I took because we have a we're in tick season in Cape Town at the moment and getting brevetto for my dogs to stop them being eaten by about 20 ticks a day was was I was really grateful for. I was also grateful for conversations that I was having with a group of an amazing academics in the legal sphere around building wellness and, and health into um, both legal education and into law firms. And that is a group of women I would, and men who I would never have been exposed to had I not started coaching. And I realized that by listing these things that I was really grateful about at the end of each day, no matter how stressed I was, I was able to start the next day in a much more positive manner and knowing that actually I'd I'd really achieved quite a lot on the on that specific day and I knew that by the end of the next day I was going to achieve a lot more and it might not be in a work context but I was going to achieve a lot more in a different context.
0: I like it I like what you found out for yourself all of us go with our day-to-day tasks not actually acknowledging how much we achieve and not yeah. acknowledging the good things were you giving yourself like a pat on the back yes i did
1: i did <laughs>
0: <How> <laughs> I,
1: I i genuinely did i mean i wrote it in my diary which generally is my pat on the back but I actually was just like i'm really proud of some of the things that i've, I've achieved today what was your insight
0: how did you find it from this two weeks' practice, one day in particular uh, comes to me now as an insight. I was, the whole day, I was dwelling on one thing, one negative thing that happened that day. Before getting to this positivity practice, I felt that it was quite a rubbish day. But as soon as I sat down and I had this question in front of me, I need to write down the three great things. Ten great things jumped out at me without thinking. I was like, oh, that thing happened. And that thing also happened. I love it. I was, well, I must say it was one that particular day that was so powerful, but I thought it is incredible. This is exactly what we were discussing during our podcast. My brain was dwelling on one negative thing and ignoring the 10 good things. This practice definitely works. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with that. I bought myself like a journal for this practice. I'm going to continue with this practice until the journal ends. And then we'll see what happens. Oh, that's great! What, what a good
1: reminder. Yeah. I I know, actually,
0: are you going to continue with that?
1: I am going to continue that because I found it incredibly helpful and it also gets me journal writing as well. So even if it's only just to talk about the three things that I'm grateful about, I I know that I've got to open up my journal, which I've, I've been quite naughty with over the last kind of couple of months while things have got busy. And I know the benefit of writing things down and getting it, getting it out of my brain. Yes, I'm going to continue with it too.
0: I was writing my good things down, but then I... Uh, chose my husband as my accountability buddy (laughs) but there was a couple of days when I thought oh that's a good way to catch up because we didn't really have time (laughs) to talk and and I was telling him my good things and I and I was asking him like what are your good things for the day but it was was a very good way for us to just catch up I
1: I love that I actually think I might try that at this end as well that'd be really interesting conversation going and when you've been together for a long period of time sometimes you just don't have anything to say (laughs) let's be quite frank about that (laughs) so that makes a nice segue into what we want to talk about today anyway because we have been building our own little routine whilst we are trying to create a habit of bringing more positivity into our day to day lives I had a conversation with a guy called Ryan um, on his podcast and we were one of his fast fire questions that he asked me at the end was, so what's your daily routine? And I went, Oh, I don't have one. Of course, you know, and it got me thinking, I used to have a routine and now I don't. I've made a conscious decision not to, but I wanted to talk to you about like, is routine good or bad? Is, is it beneficial? Is it not beneficial? Because There's definite different schools of thought as to what makes you more productive, what makes you more dependable, what makes your life more balanced.
0: You know, when you raised it first time that you want to talk about the routine, two things came to me. One is Rafael Nadal's serve. If you just Google Rafael Nadal's serve, you will see that he has this routine when he touches one ear, then he touches his nose, he fixes his t-shirt, then he touches his clothes ah. before each serve. <laughs> and it's, I think when people sometimes ask or think about a routine, they think about this magic wand. What is your tell me what's your routine so that I can copy that and my serve will become like yours. It's not in the routine that he does before the serve. It's about 20 years of hard work (laughs) that he's actually put into tennis. Yeah. And another thing, I quite like Seth Gordon. He is a blogger and he's been blogging daily for the last at least 20 years for and about life as an entrepreneur so he gets invited into a lot of interviews and many people ask him so what is your routine to continue to stay creative and he's like well that's the thing i do have a routine but i'm not going to tell you about it just do what you want to do with your life and you will become better in that whatever i do as my routine is not gonna help you brilliant routine is not like a magic wand but well, it can be a very useful tool in creating new habits that will bring you balance and success. Well, yeah, and looking at it from the context, I was very strict with
1: my routine in Singapore and Geneva, really. And I'm thinking of my level of happiness and my level of work-life balance whilst I was following that strict routine. So I'll just give you an example. So <laughs> I used to uh, wake up at five fifteen, five thirty in the morning, go to the gym do my workout, hour, hour and a half, get the bus to work, do my day's work, pop down, grab some lunch, come back to my desk, work a bit more, work a bit more, get the bus, go home, have a bath, always had a bath, sat down in front of the TV, went to bed. So that was my routine.
0: My only question is, did it make you feel happy? (laughs) Because the way you describe it, (laughs) <laughs> it's quite monogenous.
1: The gym part gave me happiness because it released a ton of endorphins. I was I was super positive. I had a really productive morning at work. So I got I love exercise. So I got that that part of the routine. That that was quite a structured part of the routine. But the realm, was I ha- was it happy? No, not really. It didn't have variety. It, it was just the same. So you kind of lived for the weekends to some extent where you did have that diversity and you went skiing or you went climbing or you did whatever you, you know, you went shopping and just something that broke that day-to-day pattern. But it wasn't, my life wasn't balanced. It was very work-focused. Routine worked for a work perspective but it didn't for a work-life perspective.
0: When you started by saying that you don't have a routine now, I wonder if that is actually so. You might not be conscious of a routine, but then there are regular things that is happening during your day, that you wake up at a certain time, you Yeah. you really like to have exercise, probably not at the same time of the day, but then a certain number of times a week. You probably eat at some points <laughs> <laughs> during the day. I'm you done. routinely think that you need to work. Mm-hmm. And then what time you need to go to bed. There are some things that bring you joy during the day. A positive thinking routine that we've been trying for two weeks. Yeah, true. We and to continue it. So I wonder actually that we sometimes have lots of habits in our lives that actually became our routine. And not only physical habits, but also habitual ways of thinking about things, habitual ways of thinking about work, how we are supposed to be in the work environment, what are our family commitments.
1: So kind of like the routine has become a habit and the habit has now developed without much purpose or without much thought into it. Yes. Yes. Let's be honest, routine is incredibly important for the area of, of, of work that you work in. Mothers, newborn babies need a routine. I, I, so I don't have children, so, but I remember my friends having easy, eat, activity, sleep, new time. There you go. That was what easy stood for. I remember. Well, that's friends.
0: the first time I hear that. That's a good
1: explanation. <laughs> it's a great book and I thoroughly bought into that logic. <laughs> so, but that's a routine. For a new mum in a new situation and a new dad in a new situation who don't have a clue what they're doing with a baby and going, okay, we need routine to learn for it to become natural, to become a habit. And once we've learned that habit, you know, then we can start building in other things. We don't have to stick to it as an absolute mandatory. You've got to be in bed by this time, but we can adapt and build in resilience and new opportunities and variety at a later stage once we've understood the base case scenario.
0: I remember when I uh, came back to work after maternity leave, a male partner, the first question he asked me is whether we have a routine or not. <laughs> this <is> how much <laughs> debatable it is. And to me, routine was a life I felt with my first son, I felt so much out of control <laughs> having some routine was comfortable both for my children and for me but going back to create having a routine for work life balance yes it is about creating habits so reflecting back on for example creating a routine for my children it was for my children and for myself yeah I took time to reflect on what I want to achieve why am I doing that what is good for them for my children What is good for me? What do I need to have in my day? And I wrote it down and it felt very not fluid at first. Unnatural. 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 Yes. You have to think about it. And then with time, all of us got used to that. But then at some point, you forget the origins of it. Yeah, but you
1: also forget you don't have to write it down either anymore because it's so natural. And so that's... I, I agree you forget the origins of it because the routine that got you to the habit has been forgotten but that's a healthy routine that's a healthy routine to get to a have a good habit what happens when we continue that routine because it's just become so normal the reason when I when I was saying at the very beginning of I don't have a, I don't have a routine I don't have a routine and what I mean actually is that I don't have a, I have a structured day, but it's not the same every day. And so, the way that I built work life balance into my week is to create time for the things that I love doing. And I had, and you're talking about how you started it, I actually had to make time in my diary in order to block it out. So, I would make it a habit and I would go, actually, do you know what? just today I'm going to go and walk the dogs at this time. And it was a square in my diary that was equally as important as drafting that shareholder's agreement because it was, I wanted balance. That's what I wanted in my life. And one, one of the things, if we stick with routine constantly, when things go wrong, we haven't got that agility and that ability to adapt because We're not used to using our brains and using our our senses, I suppose, to be able to deal with unexpected situations. So there's actually a benefit to not having such a structured routine to deal with a year like this, a year like 2020, when nothing is normal.
0: What I hear, and I agree with that, we don't mean a very rigid routine. We are talking about things that you allow in your life. Ultimately, we are always in control of our lives. Yes, life throws different things at us, but what we can always always control is our mindset. It's how we perceive things. It's how we choose to react to them. Yeah. I remember myself as a young lawyer accepting without scrutinizing the way people worked in that team. And this became my habitual way of working until some events were happening in my life, like becoming a mom, that I had to rewrite that routine. And it was very hard to do that because by that time, I had been in practice for 13 years and it became a deep-rooted habit and a routine. And and the routine that I think is, widely
1: accepted as being the norm so you're actually not only having to kind of change your routine but break uh, ingrained habits of every lawyer that works in that kind of environment.
0: And the interesting thing happens is when you allow yourself to question something and do something differently People notice it and they're inspired to do the same thing. I like that. I work with lawyer moms around uh, flexible working schedules. And mm-hmm. before COVID, flexible working was seen as um, your company is doing you a favour. Part of the problem uh, was that woman herself was accepting this man- yeah. mindset. Yeah. And so we would work on... To change the woman's mindset about that and how she can show up in her job. I was going to say
1: the nice thing about COVID. Not there's very much nice things about it, but but the what it's done is it's allowed the uh, industry as a whole to see that flexible working actually works Absolutely. and it's exactly viable option not only for new mums and
0: new dads,
1: but for
0: everybody. Exactly. And it's a huge event that just shows how a mindset can change on a global scale, well, not overnight, but within a couple of months. And it's amazing. I actually love that side of COVID effect. Yes,
1: the COVID effect. So exactly, that's exactly what has been. So whilst we have chatted about this today, what do you think our hypothesis should be? Because I think we've covered some really important, important topics here and viewpoints towards routine. I personally think it should be around work-life life balance and how we integrate that.
0: Our hypothesis is that if you feel an imbalance in your life, then mm-hmm. probably this imbalance has become a habit. Even if you don't have a conscious routine in your life, there are habitual things that you do and habitual ways of, thinking that make you experience this imbalance reviewing your routine and making even small adjustment would change your life trajectory towards more happiness and success and even a small change now down the line will take you miles away from where you would have been yeah how was that as a uh, hypothesis
1: yeah i think that was good so imbalance is a habit and we're going to review our routines make even just a small change in our day-to-day routines whether that's changing something or creating something building something new into our routines because our belief is that with more balance you'll have a happier and more successful life
0: yes so yeah. what will be our experiment so we have two weeks a fortnight so what I what I think
1: would work for me, <laughs> and you can tell me if you think it would work for you, would be to take a three day period. So of the three of the 14 days that we have between our next podcast is to review the take three days, though, so including one at least one weekend day. So I don't know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday or Friday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and actually keep a diary of what we have done that day and try and be as, as pedantic as possible about what we've done. So get up, eat breakfast, uh, go to the gym, do some weights, start work at X time and, and really look at what we've done. And then I think if we could look at, if we, we review that between us on like day three. So you each review it and you look at, well, what's my level of happiness or what's my level of fulfillment? Not necessarily happiness. Fulfillment in my day-to-day life. And what's missing? Is there something that's missing, or is there something that seems to be taking up too much of my time, which I quite like to change because it's become a um, a habit that I don't like. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's all very personal to you. Somebody else could really like that habit. But and then for the is it eleven? 14, 13, 12, yeah. For the 11 days, (laughs) well, to decide whether or not I'm changing something that I don't particularly like or I want to build in more of something I really like and actually create that, uh, a note in my online Outlook computer that pings up and creates specific time to do that activity or to stop doing an activity I'm already doing.
0: How good are you with pressing snooze button on calendar reminders.
1: I'm pretty good at not doing it because my calendar <laughs> yeah. just monitors my life. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, would that work for you?
0: I like that. So we commit to three days of a diary, then a review at the end of the third day to pick one mm-hmm. habit you want to work on and you commit for the rest of the, so for the remaining 11 days to work mm-hmm. on that habit and create a structure to introduce really that habit. Yeah. Can we give an example? Frida, what's an example for you? So what I haven't been doing is walking my dogs. I I
1: used to- Oh, things, what are they doing? Well, they they get it at the weekend, but I mean, (laughs) I'd like to get them out a bit more in the week. So I would like, I know that I, I feel guilty about it. They talk to me going, oh, we need a walk. And I know the benefit we all get from it, from doing it. So I am going to need to block time in my diary to go and walk the dogs and make it equally important as my work commitments and my coaching commitments. Um, and you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Or an example?
0: Not sure yet what I am going to do. Reflecting on my previous life as a lawyer, it became my habit to look, look back on after my son would go to bed And I realized that it was actually a habitual thing to think that every (laughs) job was urgent. And then it became kind of a different way of thinking during the workday. I was becoming more efficient during the day. Knowing that that you don't
1: have that extra time at the end of the day, which you push everything into. Yes, I can imagine that made made you a lot more
0: efficient and productive. Because it is a mindset. You, if you, if at the beginning of the day you think that your day doesn't finish at dinner time, but you have also the whole evening and until yeah. two a.m., you plan differently. You work differently.
1: It, that's so true. That is so so true. <laughs> I, I cannot agree with that more. And it, that that be, can become quite an unhealthy way of thinking because you don't necessarily take full advantage of all the things that you want to do because you allow that time to spread out Yeah. other areas. Yeah. Um, For those that aren't very good at just consciously getting into that mindset straight away what I was thinking when you were saying that was would a note on your computer or a sticky note going do I need to turn you back on
0: again? (laughs) I like that yeah post it on your computer screen or I like to use paper cards at the moment or create like a structure around your existing habits. For example, after my kid's bedtime, I need to mindfully choose what I'm doing for the rest of the Yes, And always we invite all our audience to try those experiments and let us know how they went. Our contact details are in their podcast notes.
1: I'm actually quite looking forward to this one. I'm looking forward to trying to build this in and see what, what comes up and and actually just the three days and reviewing what's actually going on and seeing what is missing and what's not. I bet you, you're you right that I probably do have a routine <laughs> and I don't even know it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this week's episode of the Lawyer Life Experiment podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. It was presented to you by Anja Smirnova and Frida Levitsky. Find our information and contacts in the podcast note. We love to hear your views on this podcast. Please reach out to us or use the link in the show notes to give us a review. You can also subscribe and like and tell your friends about it. And have fun experimenting.